Hey, True Disciples, it's your girl, Michaela, and I'm a co-host here with my handsome husband, Rico Smith. Hey, True Disciples, it's your boy, Rico. Thank you for tuning in with another episode. For you guys who are first uh, tuning in for the first time, uh, welcome to the show. Well, we love to have you. Uh, here, me and my wife are on a mission to turn people back to a relationship with God and away from legalism. Here, we discuss kingdom marriage, health relationships, and what it means to be a true disciple. Let's stay tuned, stay blessed, and most importantly, stay connected to the ultimate power source, which is Jesus. All right, we about to start, y'all. What's up, True Disciple? It's your boy, Rico. And your girl, Michaela. Uh, we are finally back. We're back. back. We're back, back. <laughs> like, like, back to back, like Drake said. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, or back to back, like Lethal Weapon. If y'all seen the movie. Good movie, by the way. But anyway, back to the, back to the, back to the story. Um, so we had, uh, we've been uh, away for, well, how long has it been? Like, what, four months or something? Mm, probably like a month or two like a month or two yeah man it feel like four it feel like four months though bro y'all we've been talking about this because we was exactly. talking to god about um this podcast and stuff we were like dang we haven't recorded the podcast we've been excited about like the lesson plan and everything for like you know just like getting back to it really just recording and stuff but right. we really just had to get something situated um in our lives and stuff and um, God just really gave us the opportunity to really heal and just really regain our peace. So that's what we had to do. Like really just put everything on hold and get ourselves back together. We finally moved into our house, y'all. I'm so excited. I am excited. We feel just like blessed. Cause for the last like two, three months we were staying in a hotel. So, um, it just feels good to like, mm -hmm. cause we've been waiting on this since what, like July of last, last year. year, actually. And then we, like, put the payment and stuff down right. for November, October. We don't know how all this happened, y'all. Like, God really just made a way. Making. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a year in the making. Uh, we just been trying to get yeah. stuff situated. Exactly. Especially, you know, coming here, you know, y'all, if y'all don't know, y'all don't know me. Sometimes, you know, when the Lord tells you, like, to go places sometimes, sometimes I tend to talk back to God sometimes. I know everybody does it. I know I did. And when Kayla had, you know, the Lord had put on Kayla Hart, like, hey, babe, you know, you know, I feel that the Lord is calling us here. Y'all already know my answer. I was like, man, why we got to go to California, man? The gas, $5. You know, we good here, Tennessee. You know, it's nice, cheap. We Now we got to go there. I'm like, how am I going to get a job? But the Lord, over the course, the Lord has, you know, pretty much, you know, showed me that not to pretty much, like, worry about it. Bro, yeah. he been with us. Exactly. Like, it's crazy because it's, like, at a drop of the dime when we, like, least expect it. And we're, like, dang. It's, like, he just always comes through. So, it's, like, when something comes up, we be, like, God got us. And then, exactly. long, you know, he always come through with the come through. So, um, yeah, it's just really been a time of just blessings and really just quietness, separation, and mm -hmm. really just... um sitting in the wilderness with God and just allowing us, allowing him to really just deal with us, um, together and individually. So that felt amazing. And I feel like that's where you like, you know, pretty much hear God the most, especially it's like when you by yourself, like in, when, like when he did King Nebuchadnezzar, if y'all know the story of King Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel and Lions Den, that's the same guy, same guy we talking about. But anyway, we look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's the, uh, so the guy, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar, he jumped out of his throne and went to the wilderness for so long. And man, it was like a great humbling. And it's like a time where life is just around you, just get too much, especially like all the noise, uh, the stresses in life. Sometimes guys just, you know, once you go in that, you know, that's, that's, that safe place, that, that quietness to be with him. And so he can actually like pretty much talk to you. Yeah. Cause like sometimes, especially when we pray and stuff, like we do too much of the talking if we let God, you know, just sit there for just about an extra 20 minutes or 15, get you a comfy seat because you're yeah. going to be there for a minute. Get you a beanbag. You know? Exactly. Don't lay down. <laughs> Don't lay down. I know some of y'all did that. I know I did that. I raised my hand right now. You did that too, Tay, right? Man, y'all ever like prayed and when you prayed, you fell asleep and you woke up and you was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, Bro, you God. you so bad too. Like, 
man, like, I got to sacrifice an animal or something. You had every intention in praying, it, it, but you felt you went into slumber. Exactly. Went into straight slumber. But I think it's a blessing at the same time. I said, ooh, thank you, God, for that sleep, though. But yeah, that sleep still, be the best though, sleep. Like, yeah. Hope, and I be thinking, I'm weird. I be thinking, like, dang, Lord, I hope I finish the prayer. Because, like, sometimes when you go see, you don't, you don't even... Thing is, it's creepy thing about sleep. You don't even know when you go to sleep. You just wake up. You just know you woken up. Like yeah. you don't even know when you went to sleep. And I'd be thinking, like, man, I hope I finished my prayer while I was sleeping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before I went to sleep, because I don't remember anything. And it's 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 one of those things. Like, but still, back to the thing. Like, you know, God always wants you to put it in that spot. You know, that quietness, so He can you know pretty much work on you. Yeah. And that's how you can hear Him the most. That's what I learned over time. You know, to pretty much hear him is in that quietness. All my life, I've been in that corner by myself, and I actually was just, you know, just listening to him, not focusing all the noise around me. Because I notice when I start focusing on the noise around me, that's when I start getting distracted pretty much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I had to learn, and I'm still learning you guys to put up those boundaries and not feel entitled to have to explain right. why I'm separating myself or trying to, you know, really go to Jesus to try to get that peace that we are looking for, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just been really a great time. I feel like a beautiful time, but anywho, y'all, um, we're so excited to really just be talking to y'all. We love y'all. Um, we back baby. We back. This just really just has been a blessing for really all of us. Um, but you guys were coming back with a series, um, just trying to be more consistent on everything. Y'all bear with us, but you know, life hits you sometimes and some, you know, when Jesus tell you, you got to take a break, you got to take a break. So anywho, you guys, we're going to be talking about pain. This series is going to be the, the, the topic of this series is going to be pain with a purpose. Pain with a purpose. Is that, is that, does it have like explanation mark at the end of it? It could, if you, (laughs) depending on your pain and your purpose, it can, if you want it to. Exactly. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say something, but I'm, I'm gonna keep that to myself. Okay, that might be the best. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, it's it's great. It is it is a great time to actually be back on here, uh, spend this time uh, in fellowship. You know, with you guys, especially my wife. Uh, you know, we in the time right now. Uh, you know, this is a sidebar, pretty much. You know, we're training our son to pretty much, you know, go to bed. And he's doing great for the past two weeks. You know, he's doing good. And it's allowing us to have more time with each other. Because that's very important in marriage, just having that time with each other. It is. It is. You can't agree? You're not going to agree with that? It is? Mm-hmm. You going to say something? I said it. Mm. <laughs> now, you guys, pain with a purpose. Uh-huh. Um, so this week we're going to actually be talking about individual, individual pain with a purpose. So, um, this is before you meet your person, whether it be your Shannon Tatum or your Beyonce or whoever, right? You said Tatum. Shannon Tatum. Oh, I thought you said Shannon Tatum. I said it too fast. Yeah, I think so. I thought you said Shannon Tatum. I was about to correct you. I said, you mean Channing Tatum? I don't even correct though, your grammar. I know that. Okay, anywho, leave me alone. You knew who I was talking about. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Okay, Whatever his name is. That's his name? Yeah, Okay. Tatum. I'm, oh, I hope see? so. Anywho, I'm known <laughs> for butchering names. But anywho, you guys, we're talking about, you know, um, in what we're supposed to do individually as believers of um, Jesus, you know what I'm saying, before we meet that person. So, um... Rico, what's your view um, on the importance of serving God while young? Um, I feel like it's very important because, like, when you're so much in your youth, uh, you're 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 coming into a world trying to figure out life, pretty much. Like, I remember I'm gonna tell the experience. I remember when I like I've been, if y'all don't know, like I've been in church like all my life, like since like kindergarten, since that white van drove to my house oh my in South Dallas, Texas. And there he like, goes. They was like, they was like, this, this is what they were like. They was like, yeah, hey, we y'all want to come to Bible study on Sunday? You know, we got pizza. I said, ooh, pizza. I said, shoot, let <laughs> yeah, let's go. You know, so we got on the bus and all the kids and we just all grew up there pretty much. And I and that's when the Lord started actually teaching me like, okay, Rico, I brought you here more than pizza now. And that's who I started really coming to the likeness. You know, like man, it's crazy because at a time, you know, I didn't really want to look up to God because, you know, it was a time I went through, you know, I still had pain from my fa- my father, 
Uh, you know, my dad died when I was two years old, so I barely knew who he was. So I carried all that weight on me uh, all those years. And it was like, I always wondered, like, God, why, you know, will you allow, you know, my dad to be taken from me? You know, he could have taught me something, but as time grew on, I slowly learned, like, and, you know, healed from that, that, you know, I have now stepped in the role of a father to my son. You know what I'm saying? It was like everything the Lord has shown me that everything is, he's, he's trying to grow me. This is, it's just been growth all along. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, registered that, you know, my dad is with the Lord, you know? So I'm just like happy all around. Like, like, I, like, you know, I see his, his time that he, uh, his like anniversary of death come by. I don't get sad anymore. Mm -hmm. I just be happy. Cause like death is really not a, it's not a, too much of a sad thing. It's more of a celebration. Cause this is a time for, you know, that person to be with the Lord. They ain't got to be with, you know, coming, you know, got to deal with the stuff in yeah. life right now. Yeah. But anyway, but back to the point, but it's important to be young, you know, to come to Christ when you're young, because it's like when you start off in life, you got too much influence around you. You know what I'm saying? You got people, you got your older cousins, your older brothers, people out here, you got people in the street or anything like mm -hmm. you know they're trying to influence you yeah you, you don't really know what stuff is right until you know if you someone actually comes to you and be like hey man don't get in this you know this i already been through that at your age you know and you listen to that route and you're gonna be good but then you know you got some people out there you know sometimes we we get into our little modes like man i want to try it out because when you're so young you want to just always try something like yeah. i look at my son he always want to mess with stuff oh he's curious yeah so when you're young you're so curious about stuff so you you're willing to and when someone tells you they like, don't do it you're still curious it's still a curious thought like why they because it's more like let me see the reason why they won't right let me put myself there mm -hmm. and you feel it you be like Dang, that's crazy. Cause then now stuff starting to attach to you. Now you're growing up a different way that you thought you you know wasn't gonna grow up. I feel that. Feel I can relate to that because when I was young, like I always had like a. I never. I didn't grow up into the church. I always like. It's funny because like when I was young, God always positioned me around people who were in the church. Right. Um, but I always had like this weird obsession with church. You know, like I always wanted to go to church. Like it was just something about the church that I was like, woo, you know. And, um, I feel that because it was like, um, I remember like even just praying to God or like asking my mom, like, you know, what is this? Who is Jesus? You know what I'm saying? And really just getting seeds planted, um, by, you know, people who were older than me, giving me, whether just giving me like biblical stories or whatever for me to read. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Or like prayer and just little stuff like that. Or even remembering being a little girl doing stuff I ain't had no business doing and praying to God and being like, Hey Lord, if you don't tell my mom I did this, I promise right. I won't do it ever again, yeah, you know? Exactly. But just like that little mustard seed of um, faith just really just being deposited in me and um, the Lord really just growing it. Um, I feel like when we're young, too, we are a little immature as far as like um, who God is and stuff. And sometimes we dibble and dabble in, in sin. And that's just really the reality of it. Um, so seeing like for me growing up as a kid um, all the way up until now, like I could see some ways that, um, you know, I, I went off like into sin, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the, the biggest important thing about just serving God while you're young is that like when you acknowledge that he's there, like he's always going to pick you up. He's always going to be there. It's just like one of those things where we just have to look and really just tune into God and just be like, Oh, okay, Lord. Like when you start paying attention, you'll be able to see God more and things, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And this, and you know, the Lord is always in a little small details too. Um, you know, it's crazy because you be like going through some, you know, people, man, I know we all done been through some struggles. I know you have, I've yeah. been through, you know, people listening, I know they've been through some struggles or they still, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, everybody, I feel like every day you're going to go through a struggle or something, you know, I feel like we're going to go through struggles for the rest of our life, yeah. you know, only because it's, it's a way of us still needing God, you know what I'm saying? Still needing him. And it's like, if our life was just perfect for now and it's like, we won't even need them. We will be big headed. Like, man, I'm so perfect. I don't, I don't got it. I don't go through nothing. You yeah. know, I don't need the Lord. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to always need him. That's why you go like every day you wake up. I don't care. You working at your dream job or you just content with your life period. You still going to, it's still something that you struggling with or you still battling yeah. every single day when you wake up. 
I also feel like it has a lot to do with hope, you know, like just putting your hope in him, like even being a kid and like putting your hope into Jesus and just knowing that he's there. Or even when you get older, you're putting your hope into him. A lot of people, you know, as you notice, like in the faith and stuff, or even just me or really just all of us, there has been a time where we fail as believers and, you know, something bad happened and we might have not acknowledged God, but it's like right there in that moment, he grabbed our attention and we were like, Lord, like we came to our knees, like to him, cause that's who we put our hope in. Um, and then we see like the world and stuff when you don't put your hope into God, bro, you start going crazy. You start coming up with all these different, um, ideologies and stuff of what's going on in the world, trying to, um, you know, toiling and trying to figure out, um, you know, is this to come or is that to come versus like, you know, believers and stuff. Um, they're not doing that. They're just putting their hope in Jesus. And I think that's like the biggest, um, thing that I can really look and see. Like as a kid, I had hope. I had hope and my hope was always like in Jesus, whether in and out of sin. You feel where I'm coming from? Because I, I feel like at the end of the day, like, you know, even people, you know, who don't, you know, follow the Lord, you know, everybody always still, like you said, still looks for that hope. You know what I'm saying? It's the hope, man. It's the hopeness. Like, you know, it's the hopeness of like something can work out, something better for yourself or the hope of you trying to pass your ace your test or something. It's a hope of finding, you, you know, your, your love in your life or you having kids. It's always a need, a need, you know what I'm saying? It's always a need and the Lord knows that. And he wants you to be, he want, he wants you to need him, you know, because other stuff, you can go to, there are a lot of stuff calling you so you can need it, you know, but the Lord is like the, the only choice that once you, once he grabs your need, you know, it's going to grant you peace, you know? Other needs in this world, other things in this world that want your need, you know, they're going to keep to continue, continue, you're going to continue to like go down this road, right? You're going to go down this road trying to figure out like, man, like I'm still, I don't have no peace still. You know what I'm saying? Like I still don't have no peace with, especially what I'm going through because I'm still trying to chase after this and it's not completing me whole, you know, because the Lord is that he's, it's, he's like, <laughs> Seriously, he's dead peace. Yeah. He's dead missing peace. No matter, because if you you start balancing all this stuff out, a lot it, it's gonna point back to him, man. You know, it's it, it's crazy. And but, you guys, mm-hmm. um, before we go ahead and go into, because we have some, um, we're just gonna just keep going off, right. basically. Like we going off. You know, how they be rapping, they be going like, you going off. <laughs> on top of the dome. For real. So you guys, we are gonna hit y'all with that Ecclesiastes. So, um. We're going to come, the first verse is going to be Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 1. And it says, as did, and this is the NIV version, y'all. As did flies give perfume a bad smell, so a little folly outweighs wisdom and honor. That's the first one, you guys. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses Mm -hmm. 7 through 10. And it says, remember your creator while young. Mm -hmm. Light is sweet and it pleases the eyes to see the sun. However many years anyone may live, let them enjoy them all, but let them remember the days of the darkness, for there will be many. Everything to come is meaningless. You who are young, be happy while you are young, and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know that all these things God will bring that for all these things God will bring you into judgment. So then banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body for youth and vigor are meaningless. What does that verse mean to you, Lord? Or, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What does it mean to you, Lord? What does it mean, Jesus? You know what it means. I, I wrote it, right? Right. <laughs> um, it's, 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 to me, it just, uh, it means that Everybody gonna have their opinions about it. Um, for me, it's um, just really. I I feel like, the you know. Being young and like you know following your heart because you know everybody want to follow their heart you know, especially with. You know that's why you gotta keep always keep your heart pure because if your heart not pure and you following other things that are not pure, bro, it's gonna you know you're gonna just go down a, a daily road. You know what I'm saying. Um, not to death or anything, hope not, but like, you know, just to like some bad places and everything. But, um, yeah. but I feel like the part where this is all this meaningless at the end of the day, 
it's because I feel like it's all going to go away. You know, everything is not forever. You know, your job is not forever. Your riches here is not forever. Um, your body is not here, you know, forever. And the Lord just says, you know, like, hey, enjoy your time, but just know that, you know, this stuff will come as a judgment. So it's like, it's, 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 I feel like it's like, enjoy life, but still be, keep watch, like the Bible says. Yeah. Keep watch, you know? And it's just like, you know, you got to guard your heart, like the Bible says. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, <laughs> It's, it's these things that's just all wrapped up into one and just trying to, you know, enjoy life, man, like I'm enjoying life. Because you can enjoy life without all the other stuff. You know, I'm not going to name them here. So many, so much stuff you can fill your heart with that's other than God. Uh, but you can still enjoy life, you know, at your fullest with the Lord. You yeah. know, it's, it's so crazy. Because, like, when there was a time, you know, when I was uh, in the military and I was, you know, with my friends and we, you know, drinking, partying. And I did that so much to the point where I realized, like, I'm not really even missing nothing. You know, I'm not missing nothing. Like, what's what's the meaning of me going to go buy some alcohol and just party and turn on music? Like, it's, it's it gets, honestly, it gets too old. You get too old. It, it, it just drains you. And it's like, man, it got to be more to this. Cause you're going to always want more. You guys want more. It's like you're going to either want to go to the biggest party in the world. You know, the biggest, uh, give me the biggest drink that you have, you know what I'm saying? To amp it. Or are you going to like really find some peace? You know, cause the time I was doing that, I was just trying to find comfort pretty much. I was trying to find uh acceptance at this time. Yeah. Same. It, I think we, yeah. I feel, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like we all do that at one point, you know, just trying to find acceptance amongst you know, appears and everything. It comes a point too right. where you're like, what am I doing? Like, you know, exactly. kind of like where you muff yourself in the head and you're like, boom, in your head and you're like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, what am I gaining from this? Exactly. And then it really gets to that point where like, Jesus just really convicts you and you feel bad and you feel, cause you start, bro, like when you're, when you're following the Lord, bro, like it's impossible for you not to be able to be convicted by God. Even in my sin, like I was convicted by it. You know what I'm saying? You, you, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think about like times where I've cried out to God and I was like, what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you think about all the times where he's shown up and like, for me, just being honest, y'all, like there's been times where I prayed to God for something or asked him to come through for something and it's like God brought me into it and then I just like forgot about him you know and like the military was one of those things that I just forgot about God on and I came to that that conclusion where I was just like I muffed myself in the head like hey girl what are you doing you know what I'm saying like this stuff right here like you know these people are not gonna always be there you know what I'm saying like at the end of the day it's always been you and God you know what I'm saying but it's like um it comes a point where you're just like wake up <laughs> you know like that what's that pastor where he was like wake wake from your slumber wake up like that's oh, how i felt that was a yeah that's how i felt like i was just sleep i was sleeping on god you know and i had to wake up and it comes a point where we just we really just all go through that i feel like you know just being young and stuff and it's I, it's funny reading those verses too man because it's like i'm gonna have to give account for that we're all gonna have to give account for that and it's like the Lord doesn't want us to like not enjoy life. Like as you can see in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, he wanted us to enjoy life, but he also wants us to be cautious with his commands because his commandments are not for him. He's sovereign. He's perfect. He's holy. He's majestic. These commandments are for us and it's for our best interest It's looking out for us so that we don't hurt ourselves. Think about it. When you, when you cheat on your wife or you cheat on your husband, that's adultery. That not only affects you and affects the person that you're in a marriage with, but that affects it triple it trinkles down to your kids, you know what I'm saying, and their security, which are their parents. Think about it. Like every sin has your one thing I, I know for sure is that sin does have a um what's it called? A repercussion. a repercussion, bro. Like it has a consequence to it. If you go say you go over there and your mama tell you not to touch that hot iron because that hot iron is hot. This is something I'm still trying to teach my son Uriah, y'all, because he loved messing with that hot iron. Lord, help him. Okay, now he 
I pray that it don't happen, but he might just have to learn. But you know, your mama tell you not to touch that hot iron and you go touch that hot iron. It's hot. There's a consequence to it. It burnt your skin off. I know. Go run it underneath that cold water. At least that's what I used to do. That mud didn't help though, but it burns and it's a consequence to it because you didn't listen. You know what I'm saying? Or like when we look at Adam and Eve that were in the garden or whatever, and Eve ate the app, that one apple that would have made me not work no more. Okay. (laughs) Or work at all, you know? And it costed like, it costed that, 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 um, what's it called? Like just us being granted into really just having dominion. And when I say dominion, I mean like being in the presence of God and having everything handed to you. You know what I'm saying? There was a consequence for her not listening. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Cause like, we just really just, man, like, it's just like my personal experience with sin versus serving God is that when I've served sin, it's always been a consequence. I've always felt empty by me doing that versus when I'm serving God. Is it, is it all, is it all peaches and cream? No, but I have that peace and I have that, I I have that validation from God. He commends me for following him and just being obedient to him and trusting in him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And for me, that's worth more than all the riches and everything that I have is just really just having that favor of God. You know what I'm saying? And like, When I say like favor, y'all, I don't mean like no physical blessings or anything. I mean like approval by God. I want to be commended by God. You know what I'm saying? And by him alone. So I feel like we just got to get to a point where we just sold out on Jesus, man. And like, it's weird because it's like right now, like people think like, I I ain't gonna lie. Like it was me too, y'all. Like I I was like, I'm just finna live my life. And when I become 30, 40, 50 years old, then I'm gonna get saved and go to church and stuff just like everybody else do. But the reality of it is we don't know when our last breath is. (laughs) That's the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird because it's, we live where people falsely think that, you know, you can't be young serving the Lord. You can't be young, um, really just being sold out for Jesus. And that's not true. What's your thoughts on that, babe? It's like, you know, because you get, because you get lied to about like, oh, like you're not even, you're not even old enough to even experience anything. What you, what you had for? You ain't, what you, ain't, ain't nothing happening. Why you sad for? You still young. <laughs> why, why your heart broke? You still young. You ain't experienced heart broke. But it's crazy because like the heart, the heartbreak that you experiencing sometimes comes from your family or sometimes comes from friends and everything and people don't want to hear it. So it's like, what can you do? I mean, I mean, crying is like the automatic response or, you know, to the human body if they hurt, you know, and it's like, what can you do at that point? I don't feel like you, you know, too young to do, you know, to not do anything at all, you know, because we think about, shoot, think about Jesus. Jesus was 12 years old preaching in the synagogues, you know what I'm saying? To some grown people. That's that's like my son get being 12 years old and he's at the church preaching. Yeah, like, Mary, doing? now keep in mind, they're going to a festival that they go to every year. Every year. Mary is on the road. They a day in traveling, bro. Her, the family, everything, bro. They on the road. They turn around, they look around. They like, where Jesus at? Jesus ain't there. So they travel all the way back to the festival. Guess where Jesus is? He's in the synagogue. Mary said... Basically, boy, do you know all the trouble that you caused us by us having to go ahead and turn around after our day of travel? And Jesus, 12-year-old Jesus looked at her and said, woman, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Now, I don't know if Jesus got hit in the head. Because uh, it's funny because that was the last time you heard him talk. At that age. I said, dang, he done got grounded for about 20 years. <laughs> He on, he's on grind. He was grinding for twenty years. Mm-mm-mm. So you can't go back out the house until you th- until you thirty. <laughs> I said, dang. He said, woman. That's like me saying, woman. I don't want to say woman. I'm yeah, that man said, woman. Don't you know that head. I was supposed to be a? But it was funny because mm-hmm. if you look at the verses underneath, yeah, and I think that was Mark. I think that was the book of Mark. Correct me if I'm wrong. But anywho, underneath it, bro, Mary didn't understand it, nor did the family. Jesus's family understand it. They was looking at him puzzled. They didn't know what he meant. And that's crazy, bro. Cause like, yeah, but anywho, God appeared to them, bro. And they still didn't know that, but it was just like, Jesus was young, man. He was young and he was sold out on the Lord. And like, it's just funny. Like just really just reading that, man. It's just, it, it, it blows my mind. That, it's funny. 
I always this is this is a, this is a little side comment I want to put in here. I want to know, you know this how man. Jesus walked on water. I want to know if he, when he got bathed, did he walk on water like? Rico, don't go beyond what the scripture, <laughs> what the scripture says. Anywho, y'all, this man, he, I knew you was. Hey, sometimes I have random thoughts. Y'all, I knew he was finna ask a question out of this world when he propped his head up. We're sitting in the closet and Rico has on a um, what you got on? This is a, a real, a real was a deer tree? No, real tree hat, camel hat. It's not a camel hat, y'all. It's a beanie, and we're in Sacramento, and it's 97 degrees outside. Hey, no, it's not. It is 67 degrees out there. For real? Yeah. Temperature is dropping. 30 degree difference. That's why it's so cold. Okay, y'all. Sorry, we had to just, you know, you know this wouldn't be the True Disciple podcast if we didn't get off subject exactly. a little bit. But anywho, y'all, Jesus had his um identity being, he had his identity rooted in God and God alone. So, um, Rico, what's the imp- what is your view on the importance of identity being rooted in God before you meet that one, or before you really just go out into the world? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just saying like, what's your identity in Christ, pretty much? What? Let me reiterate the okay, the reiterate question for the you. Question. Oh you Lord, help us! Too fast. What is the importance of identity being rooted in God before marriage? Oh, oh yeah, okay. we got okay. to get some okay. clapping noises okay. on this you know, podcast, y'all. Hey, y'all, you know, you got to talk slow to me, you know, I, <laughs> my brain be moving, but like, I don't know, my ears, I guess they slow behind. But anyway, it's important, especially for this go for men and women, uh, this is go for all of us out here. Uh, it's just important just to have those, you know, the right traits, especially like, you know, if you're going to meet someone. Like, hey, Lord, I want to meet someone that's, uh, you know, of the Lord, you know. I know we all, I know, look, hey, do you? I know that was, that was for me. I was like, Lord, I, I want to meet a woman that, you know, that's, that's, that's of you. That's going to love you. That's going to love you more, you know what I'm saying, more than, than I. It's, it's crazy. Kind of it is. And he found me that. But this is before the person. Oh, before the person. Before you, I, I reiterated the question about two, three. This ain't about us. I know this ain't about us. Okay, okay, let me go back. Okay, y'all back. pray for y'all friend. Okay. Y'all might not. He might not make it to okay, next week. Okay, let me go back. So no, it's I'm important to have these traits, um, because you want to be just rooted in the Lord. Because your first relationship, especially when you get into marriage or anything, it's it's very it's very tough for one, and uh, just having that relationship with the Lord. Is very important because it's like it's like a consistency, you know what I'm saying? Especially like you know, with prayer, you actually like, you actually like embedded in yourself in it, pretty much. So when you get married, it don't hit you sideways. It's like you already like you know you already quick to you know catch on what's going on. Yeah, yeah, we was getting sucker punched in oh. our marriage because we just didn't we just didn't have prayer down. We didn't, and uh, we just yeah we were just leaving it unguarded. Exactly, because you definitely want to stay prayed up. Yeah, you, know, you definitely want to stay that because um, if you're just going this thing without without no prayer, like, because your prayer is your weapon, man. That's what you know. This is this. That's what defeats all that darkness, you know, in this world. And um, you know, prayer, like you know, like in Galatians, you know, it talks about the armor of God. Uh, you know, the word of God is your sword. You know, mm-hmm. praying. You know, praying with the Lord. Having that time with him, it's like you prepping yourself yeah. for anything you mm-hmm. know that can come. Because like, what if you meet you know your spouse and they're they're of the Lord, but what if they fall off? You know, you gotta be the one to bring them back. So when you fall off, you know what I'm saying? She, you know that person can bring that bring you back too. It, it's like if y'all both fall off, it's like it's a it's a long way down. You be like, dang, like where? How did we even get here? Like y'all be able to pick each other up. Though. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, it's just important just to have those traits before you, you know, jump into a relationship, um, especially with prayer. Um, also, especially with, um, you know, um, just pretty much having all, having the fruits, like, you know, practicing the fruits, you know, so they can become equipped to who you are. Because all the fruits in the spirit, you're going to have in your marriage, you know, you're going to have some patience in there. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? You You is. Mm-hmm. You put it. You, you, you put extra emphasis you know, on I put extra emphasis at the end. <laughs> hey, that's one of the biggest ones is patience. Cause what if you meet someone and you know 
Look, look, hey, 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 I gotta be real. What if you meet someone and they're saving themselves, right? You gotta have that patience for that time, you know, to, you know, like, okay. So you don't, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, you know, defeat your flesh, you know, <laughs> as it's growing. Cause, you know, you gotta, for one, you gotta respect your, the person you about to marry, right? You have to, right? You can't just be like, Man, forget it. I don't care. Jump over boundaries. That's just, you know, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, so you just got to have like a lot of, you know, patience, you know, practicing the fruits and just become, you know, quit with it. Um, it's, it's very, 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 very important. Um, So that when marriage come, it doesn't hit you sideways because I know it hit me sideways. I thought I, I, I guess I enjoyed the, the part of just being married. So then when I jumped in it, I didn't know really what came with it. I thought people was tripping I thought people were tripping. You got to save this for next week, Rick. I got to save this for next yes, week? Yes, Lord okay. willingly. Okay. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's, that's my view. What you, what, what's your view on this? This man started talking about marriage, y'all. I clearly okay. stated before the person, okay? But anywho, that was, that, was, that was what you said. So the importance of, I, your, of really just for anybody's identity being rooted in God before you're meeting anybody is just really you don't want to figure out who you are when you meet a person. Right. Your time alone by yourself is your time to be praying to God, getting your relationship with Jesus equipped first before you meet anybody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then he can go ahead and put down those basic principles of boundaries of, um, you know, the commandments of that you need to be following. And just so you can guard yourself with the word of God, period. You know what I'm saying? So that's like very, very important. Your identity, God the word of God says that before I'm, before I formed you, I knew you, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations, you know, and then it even, the word of God even talks about him knitting us individually in our mother's womb, meaning he hardwired and he created us differently. So what that means is you need to figure out who you are and allow Jesus to tell you who you are. Don't allow the world to tell you who you are. You know what I'm saying? Before you meet anybody, because there's certain things that you may need to do for his kingdom. There's certain things, you know, that he he may have put in you so then you could be a blessing to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to find those in different people. The Lord really a lot of the time the Lord keeps us single or he keeps us by ourselves. So then we can go ahead so he can really just add and take away things that we need to go ahead and work on in our on ourselves. That's why I thank God that I didn't meet Rico at the time that I met him. You know what I'm saying? Or like not at the time I met him, but like before the time that I met him, you know, cause I wouldn't have been ready. And he tells me that too. It was a, it was a maturity that had to happen prior to us being in union. You know what I'm saying? So, um, me personally, um, I had to figure out my identity when me and Rico got married. And I say that it's more better for you to really just figure out who you are by yourself because, even Paul talks about this in, um, I think it's first Corinthians chapter seven, I think so. But it talks about how, um, you know, it talks about a staying away from sexual mortality and, um, marriage, you know, if you can't control your flesh. And then he talks, he goes on further to say, I wish all you guys would stay single like I am. Because when you're staying single, you don't have time to worry about paying mortgage, paying the rent, figuring out what your family going to eat and stuff. You have that time to worry about you and focus on God and devoting yourself to the work of God. You know what I'm saying? So when I got married where we go, like I got me a little piece of Jesus and I was like, let's go. I wanted to be with him 24 seven, but the Lord had to show me that, hold on, Kayla, you know, I love you put me first. You know what I'm saying? But you also have a family, you know what I'm saying? And I had to go ahead and tend to the needs of my husband, to my child and you know, other different areas as well. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just really enjoying that time of just being by yourself. Allowing the Lord to just filter you out and impress you and refine you and, you know, just really just reveal to you who you are. So I think that's like, that's heck important. What do you think, babe? It is. It is. It is. It's very, it's very important. Um, I just, uh, I just be remembering, you know, so it's, you know, some, some things I'll be going through. <laughs> Man, I got so many stories. It's just some stuff I'll be just going through. It's just, um, uh, just being fully equipped with that, um, knowing who you are, because, like, you don't want somebody else to define you, uh, especially because, like, you know, if you don't know who you are in the Lord, man, 
so much stuff can define who you are. People can, oh man, that dude, that dude, quick tempered or this and that, and now you the quick, now you met, now you the, now you the angry man, you know, you angry man, angry man person or, uh, oh man, that person does this, is he, he doing all this crazy stuff, you know, you know what I'm saying? So because we're we're chosen to be examples, you know what I'm saying? We're chosen to be, to look different. Like if someone comes in the room, he could they could tell the difference between you and another person. You get know what I'm saying? Like tell the difference. It ain't should be. It shouldn't be like you come around. They can't tell, you know. And it's not out of a, it's not out of like you know, a brag or anything or anything being like that. But it's just you know we are when you follow the Lord. Your 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 mission is to be different. You know you're not gonna things ain't gonna look the same. Uh, life is not gonna be the same anymore. Uh, Cause your mind, your bro, when you walk in with the Lord, you're you're you got your spiritual eyes on now. So like. You're, you you was walking like Paul on Damascus. Now, you know, you got blinded and your eyes are new, you know, so you can see stuff now. Like you can feel different things. You can just see how the world is on the out, you know, on the outside in instead of looking from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you see like if you was on the, when you was on the inside in, inside looking out, you see people at the church, you see just like, man, them people are crazy, man. They and they up here falling out in the pews, and you know they doing this and that. They breathing hard, breathing hard, but just not knowing that all that is really just you know them just praising the Lord and actually you know the Holy Spirit does some crazy stuff to you, man. And it's and and it's not saying that you're gonna be that person. Like I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a church runner. I don't run around the church, you know. This man, we gonna do a video, okay, not just one. I'm not a church runner, but I am like I'm, I'm I am. A, I, I be sipping sometimes. I be sipping. You know, I be I be sipping. I be be crying a little, you know, a little bit and everything. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I feel like, you know, being a man, you know, you should you should be allowed to do that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. All your life, you're not taught as a man or even as a woman, you're taught to just be tough all through your life. Yeah. You know, not even cry. Don't show people your weakness. That's just weakness. And that still changed for me. Shoot, I had a guy... Uh, we used to call him, uh, we used to call him The Rock because he looked like The Rock. Dude was huge. <laughs> you know, huge dude, man. Yeah. And this dude, uh, some of the guys was talking about it, crying and stuff, and he didn't like it. And he just like, you know, got real with them. Like, hey, you know, I cry. It's, you know, all his life he was taught, you know, told not to cry. And especially like in his culture, you know, being a man, you shouldn't show no emotions and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, you, you the man, mm-hmm. you know. And, but, it's like, you know, you see this big dude, and I've seen him cry plenty of times. It's like, you see him, he's like, man, he's like a, he's crying. But he's like, it's more of a joy. People just don't be crying because they sad. It's really, they be happy. People cry. When you when you met your spouse or when God had walked you into a blessing to a new job or a new school, you 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 you, you did feel, if something you felt inside you and you just wanted to shed a tear, you probably went back home to your crib because you wanted to show your friends. And you shed a tear because it's like, it's, it's something that's, you've been waiting on for so long and it was just like, man, it was like a peaceness. It was like, God was giving you a piece of what, you know, his authority is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, the, the, like, uh, you know, I'm going to stop there. No, I feel you. Because then I'm going to start leading into the marriage thing and that's what next week. No, I, no, I feel you, bro. I feel you You on that, bro. Because it's like, even like, it's crazy, y'all, because it's like, I looked at Rico or like when I look at my son and most importantly, when I look at Jesus, like, you know, we're all flawed humans or whatever, but it's like a beautiful thing to see. Like we're able to see like physically like marriage or like being a parent and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like just looking at God, like I feel like how he was talking about that crying. There's something about like just Jesus, like just saying his name or like uh, him allowing you to really just commune with him, you know, that makes you want to cry. Cause it's like, dang, like, you love me. You want me. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I don't have to look for this nowhere else. You know, mm-hmm. you're there. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a that's a beautiful thing that, like, really just breaks me down. And I feel like we have to get back to really just praying for that. Like, praying for, like, us not to become numb to what he did for us on the cross. Exactly. Not becoming numb to, like, what he's done for us just period. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you just like, yeah you know, he did this or did it. And it's not even a matter of like, just trying to show people, you know what I'm saying? It's just 
mainly like about just, I just, I just pray that he will always keep my heart like silly putty when it comes to like, you know, what he's done for me or like even just what he's like, just allowed me to really just walk into. Like, I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm a sinful person. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all sinful people. Um, even Paul talks about how he sins and keeps on sinning. He don't know why, but that's just how his flesh was made. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a beautiful thing that even though Jesus is pure, he's holy. He was like, he's the ultimate sacrifice, the son of God, right? The Lord of Lords. And he wants us, you know? And if that don't pierce you, I don't know what will, but that's, that's beautiful. But yeah, I I feel you on that. And I feel like at back to us talking about, you know, um, really just the importance of your identity being rooted in God. Like that's a part of our identity. (laughs) I don't, I'm not, I don't believe in the black lives matters protests and all that other stuff. My identity is in Jesus and in Jesus alone. If you are, I don't care if you blue, you purple, you tan, you yellow, you could be a whole rainbow. If you know who the Lord is, that's all that matters. And even if you don't know, I just, we just got to shower each other with love. You know what I'm saying? Like that's important. And individually for us to have that mindset is what's real and what will really just break barriers, barriers and really just win people back to the Lord. So with all this being said, um, I feel like, I feel like, uh, if people choose to be more, I guess, have more sympathy for people, you know, I guess the world won't be so bad after all. Um, because like what's what's you, you think about like you do something nice to somebody, like just say you say hi, you know, and you are generally saying it and someone don't wanna speak and they don't say anything, they look at you, you'd be like, dang, like why the hostility? Like I have not done nothing to you, you know? And it's just like, man, people, a lot of people on this earth walk angry. They just angry. It's I've seen people that are angry and they in Mercedes Benzes and BMWs. So it really just showed me, God showed me with that, like, you know, having riches in this world doesn't even solve anything. It doesn't solve nothing spiritually. You know, all it does, it fixes, it fixes a, um, a flesh, you know, willing to want something. It feels, it feels a want for like one second. Yeah. And it's gone. I think like when you're looking into materialistic things and, um, just, I feel what you're saying. It reminds me of like a leaking boat, a leaking boat that has heck of holes in it. <laughs> and you're trying to like fill it with these temporary fixes instead of getting to like the root of the problem. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Cause I don't want no temporary fix. I want the, you know, internal fix. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's the fix that I pretty much crave for. Like I remember it was a time, like I wanted to be a, a sneakerhead. I want to collect so many shoes and I only got like a few, but like I haven't even, I literally can count on my, my hands how many times I wore sneakers because I wear slides all the time. So it's like, that wasn't even, you know, it's not really good. I just wear a slide crop. Anyway, back to, back, back to what we was talking about, having the uh, qualities of <laughs> before you. Uh, okay. So, um. Dang, what come you out like that? No, you said back to it. You did a break, babe. Love you. I love you too. Okay, so um, that too, and just like you know, just time to de- yeah. We already talked about this time devoting, right. um, your life to Jesus before any obligations and stuff. Exactly. Um, so let's talk about the, how the how the world views Jesus, like serving the Lord. Like it's weird, y'all. I've come into some weird situations where people are like, "Why are you out here in California?" Oh, man, people ask that. Huh? <laughs> and we're like ministry, and it like you could tell like when people freeze up when it bothers them, you know, or even church people and they're like, "How that happened?" You know what I'm saying? Like when we tell them our testimony and stuff, you know, like even though they go to church or hear about the power of God. It's like even believers lack that belief too. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. So what, it, how do you view that? Like the world and, um, view about the Lord and stuff. Um, I feel like you're gonna, you just gonna have to set the fact that people, when you do something for the Lord, people gonna think you're crazy. Like people have told me that, they have looked at me crazy when I told them like that. And they like, you know, you could have did it over there. I'm like, no, nah, this is, 
I had to come over here, you know? And serving the Lord, you're going to look crazy, man. Like, you're going to, you know, when you out there evangelizing and you talking to people on the street and stuff, people going to be looking at you crazy like, man, what the, what is he doing? Like, he, don't he supposed to be at work? Don't he supposed to be... He supposed to be enjoying life. You need to leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what they're going to tell you, pretty much. But uh, it's, it's, you just going to have to be okay that you're going to be looked as crazy. I have accepted the fact that I'm just going to be crazy. Yeah. You know? And, 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 I'm, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay to be crazy. Because you got to be crazy. You know, <laughs> you got to do some crazy stuff. Like, I feel like... You know, you look through the Bible, man. People that done some crazy stuff, like, um, who's man? So many stories. People that done some crazy stuff. Uh, I gotta go back to Jesus. Let's go back to my man Jesus. You know, Jesus done done some crazy stuff. Dude went in the wilderness for forty days and forty nights without eating and drinking. I'm like, bro, how you even do that? Like, I go a day without food and what? I'm like already. I'm fiending. Like, I'm like, I'm about to break. And so you did that for 40 days, you know? He didn't use no healing powers, no nothing. He didn't use nothing. He didn't, he could have. He didn't do nothing. He got tempted so much, he didn't do nothing. He just did it. And I said, man, he, he had to come back skinny. He he had to lose some weight. That man was looking, he was He had to lose some weight. He came back cool. He had to lose some weight. He came back uh, getting his sheep. <laughs> getting his sheep. <laughs> he came back getting his sheep. You know what I'm saying? Started getting people. And I said, this dude came back from a a fast. But I feel that. Like, when the world you know? looks at it, or, like, even when you go on... It's, like, it's funny because, like, me and Rico was talking about this, like, a couple months or so ago. Right. But, like, Christianity is a most mocked religion. You know what I'm saying? Like, people be like... Um, like, for some reason, crystals just make more sense than serving the one and true living God. Okay. I don't I don't know why, but it does. And you see like, you know, with atheists or with anybody, you know, just unbelievers where they're, you know, they have, they, they could attack any other religion in the world, but they have to attack Christianity. And it's funny because that's really just how the world looks at it. And I feel like we just have to come to a point where we just accept it. We're like, okay, you know what I'm saying? You, Jesus wasn't going around trying to convince everybody that he was the son of God. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, all right. Like he went in there and said, and read that um, verse that came out of Isaiah. And he said, as of today, the script, this scripture is fulfilled and sat down, sat down. I was like, what? Like the goat. He had somebody (laughs) come up to him, the rich kid. He had the rich king came up to him, man. I was like, hey, man, let me, uh, he seen what Jesus was doing. He's like, hey, man, I want some of that action. You know, you over here healing people. Your disciples healing people. Like, let me be a part of this. And he said, uh, Jesus literally told him, like, hey, uh, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to go sell all your possessions and give them to the poor. Man, that dude turned around and left. Bro, y'all, the disciples <laughs> got scared. Even the disciples got that scared. Dude turned around. You know what I'm saying? And Jesus had something to say. He was like, you know what I'm saying? That's when he had explained that par, you know, that parable about that, you know, it's better for, it's better a camel to go through eye of needle than a rich man, you know, a rich man to get in heaven. Yeah. And it's uh only because, man, we, when you got all those possessions, man, you really had to come. To, me and Kelly was talking about this. Like, we were talking about this last night. Which is worldly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like having all this stuff. Are you willing to literally give give it up? The world wouldn't be, the world wouldn't be, but when you're a believer of Jesus, like you have, you, you have to, like, you have to be like sold out. You have to be radical about his kingdom. You have to. So people are going to look at you like you crazy. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and they're going to, and they're going to be like, man, what is wrong with this dude? This dude, this dude saying God told him to move to Alaska. <laughs> and live there for what? You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things. But God always makes it. Make you know, like we came over here. I had a job all lined up, and I'm still you know working there. So it's like everything just we went back right back to like a, com- a little comfort and said you know what I'm saying. Even though we left a comfortable setting, and the process to even get here it's been a whole year was really um. Just this for a whole year straight, just really this it was a challenging time for both of us. And uh and it was like it was like I feel like it was one of the Lord's trial runs and, <laughs> and I seen the errors that I that I did and I Yeah, me better. too. And I, I said, you know what, I'm gonna do that better. I'm gonna do this better, you know, doing the trial run. Cause this it's a trial run. It's like, okay, 
this happened. Let's see how y'all gonna do. You know what I'm saying? There you go. All right, cause man, it's been a it's been a lot of you know crazy things. You know, but it's it's just so it just you just gotta be radical for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Even is is one of those things so radical to the point, you know, that you you're you you're proudly you know speaking for him, like you know if you you being you being a whole meeting you get up and start shouting and people like what is wrong with him, and he just like man God is good, you know I doubt they fire you for that I mean if you you know they're not gonna say nothing like you, you shouldn't be worried meeting. about that you disturbed the meeting. But I'm like, I didn't disturb anything. But like, you know, God is good. You know, all the time, all the time, God is good, vice versa. You know. But anyway, but it's it's, it's just so important just to be radical because sometimes I have to, you know, really be. If I I feel like sometimes I'm not being radical enough. You know, I'm like I gotta be radical to the point where people are looking at me and saying that boy crazy. Like <laughs> something wrong with him. Like for real, something wrong with him. And, 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 and that's how radical I want to be. I want to be that. And, um, I've done some radical things before, but I really want to just continue to like actually keep at it. And I have no fear to do it. I remember Paul talks when he's locked up and he's talking to Timothy, you know, he tells them like, you know, Hey, you know, Hey, like, you know, pray for me so I can continue to be boastful in the Lord, you know? And because sometimes he know the Lord know we human. Sometimes we don't want to be radical. Sometimes we don't feel like doing something, but it's like, when he calls you to do something, you just gotta get up and do it. You just gotta, you just gotta go. Send me, I go. You know, mm-hmm. you just gotta go. It's like, it's like, Lord, you want me to do this, but like, I gotta do this. And he's like, don't worry about all that. Just, yeah. just, just allow me to take, allow me do this, and I'll take care of everything. And mo- ten out of ten, is is he's always right. You know. And um, it's so funny, y'all, because Rico actually has a friend named Jonathan, right, babe? Right. And where's he going to again? He's going to... um. Oh. Is it Armenia? Uh, not Armenia. I, I think it is. I think it's Armenia, Austria. Austria? No, he's going to... Uh, he's going to Russia. It's Russia. That's where he's going. Mm-hmm. He's going to Russia. Well, it's like a prayer. Yeah, it's like a um, a whole um, community, you guys, of just believers that are going down there. And you know they're in a war right now. Like, it's forbid- Christianity is forbidden. And um, he had reached out to Rico, and he was like, hey, man, like, pray for me. I'm about to be leaving. Um, I don't know why I'm going here. I just feel like the Lord wants me to go here. I don't know if I'm going to come back, if I'm going to be dead, if I'm going to be jailed, right. beaten, or anything. Because Christianity... Christianity out there is illegal. You know, it's 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 looked down upon. They will be they will beat you if you talk about some Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Versus here, we have the option to be able to freely preach about the Lord or really just be in our word and meet up and stuff versus out there they're not allowed to do that. So, um that's an example of being radical, you know? And I feel you cuz I feel like sometimes I'm not radical enough either. You know, where you feel like you have to kind of, you know, because of somebody else's feelings or whatever, you can't really, you know, you don't know how to come about it and everything. But we have to get to a point where we're not like that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really what it means to really just be a true disciple, not just really just not caring. And like, it's crazy because like he prayed on it. He talked about how Jonathan prayed on it, talked about how it felt right. And I was just like, man, like it made me happy. Like it made me and Rico like happy it was like a it was like a, a um what's it called like a what's it called it was just a moment to, to just really praise god exactly, and and just be like dang like lord like you know like there's your other children out here too you know because sometimes it can feel like you're the only light in the world you know or the only light that's close near to you you know and it can be draining sometimes and that's why we have to go back to jesus so he could fill us up but it was really just like a we just had to praise the lord because that man is going out there being obedient to the Lord. Like, you know, people are looking at him like he crazy. This man just bought a house. He got a real nice paying job and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He's leaving all that behind to go follow Jesus. Now, that's it's radical. Yeah. That's radical, man. Yeah, for, then he's going to be there for a couple weeks. And he's coming back. But it's just still like that time, like, you know, just making that decision 
Is know. it Russia though? What part is it? It's it's somewhere in Russia. Some part over there. Mm-hmm. I forget the name every time. It's like a weird name. Um, but uh, I'm have to look, I'm have to look it up again. I got on I got on I got them on the chat. Mm-hmm. So I had to see. It's a it's a weird name. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but it's some it's somewhere near there, in that part that region pretty much. Um, but yeah, uh, just uh, side note, uh, just continue to pray for uh, our friend Jonathan. And uh, his name Jonathan Williams, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, just him, just praying that you know his mission trip there, and with the other people that they are, you know, boastfully, you know, you know, preaching the word of God and just you know helping those people there, because the Lord needs to you know need to be shared everywhere. You know, everybody want everybody needs an opportunity, um, to you know to hear the hear the word, and that uh, you know this world has caused that to be very complicated, um, but. Uh, we just got to, especially in America, we just got to enjoy the time that we have it. I feel like, you know, there is a part of me, I feel like it's not going to last that long. Um, but it's just, at the time being, just to, you know, enjoy the time of the Lord. So, if there is a day where, you know, you are you're, you don't have no Bible near you, you know, the Word is always, it's in your heart. You yeah. know, it's with you. You know, it's with you. You know, the Bible, yes, it's a physical the Bible itself is physical, but the words are in the air spiritual, you know, and those words stick with you, you know, that word going to stick with you and, uh, and just embed it in your heart, you know, that's why you got to stay, always stay prayed up, stay word up, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you want to put it, you know, stay yeah. word up, stay prayed up Man. and just, you know, let, let, you know, let the Holy Spirit take over and lead you. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing. It's very, very, very radical thing to do. Very, very radical thing to do. That, that's crazy. I said, dang, man, he going to buy a plane ticket. Them tickets ain't cheap. That's, that's even a plane ticket. He got it, bro. He's not, one thing about Jesus is yeah. when he gives you something, he's going to, like, give you provision. Provision, yeah. Like, that's the same thing that we didn't know how we was going to move out here, bro. We wasn't even, like... We wasn't consciously looking at what we going to be saving. Like, think about it. We just like, dang, we got to move. We looked at the savings. We was like, oh, okay, it's in there. Like, God was just putting it on people's hearts to just like, you know, bless us with, um, you know, the, you know, financial help to just be really just be able to move. And um, that was a blessing in itself. Um, but you guys, we're going to go ahead and close this podcast out. Mm-hmm. We love you guys so very much the one thing that I want to go ahead and really just leave with y'all these questions, they're going to be called the questions of wisdom or the something. Questions of wisdom. We're going to get some, um, like that. Like, yeah. yeah. The questions of wisdom. I sound like a, uh, you know how like you read it, like a book, a ebook. Rico, <laughs> we're, we're closing out, honey. Okay. okay we're closing. You know, I, I get to speak. I, I know. So, um, this is the question you guys. And we're going to hold on. The question is, if Christianity, the religion was forbidden right now, right? Relationship with Jesus was forbidden. Bibles were gone and everything. Would you be able to walk yourself and immerse yourself in the word of God by your actions? And your fruit by the Holy Spirit and by the Holy Spirit alone. Right now is a time where we need to be getting into our words and allowing the word to be embedded in our hearts. Because when the time comes where Christianity is forbidden or whatever, we need to be able to, to be able, we really just need to be able to stand on the word of God with what it is that he's given us because it's not always physical. Being able to really just chew on scripture and live scripture. That's important. So I don't take that to the Lord. I don't know what that means, but I feel, I felt 
like he wanted me to say that. So um, we love you guys. God bless you guys. Have a fantastic week. Um, Word willingly, we will be back next week. We love you guys. We pray this is really just helping you guys. Pray for us um, in this time. Um, And we'll be praying for you guys too. But we love you guys. Um, Sending joy, peace, and love. And um, a lot of forbearance and patience. Mm -hmm. Love you guys. God bless. And uh, guys, you guys can follow us um, at Instagram at True Disciple. It's True Disciple with, it's a T-U. T-R-U, not true with the E at the end. T-R-U, True Disciple, Tim, with two twos at the end. You can follow us there. Three, three twos. Oh, three twos, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Three twos. We also have a uh, TikTok by the same name, and we also have a website. Uh, the website, uh, I believe it's in the, uh, is it in the link? Um, I'll, I'll put it at, I'll put okay, it at the gonna, bottom, we're y'all. Gonna, uh, we're going to, so the link is going to be on there, so you guys can click on there. We see all the content all the upcoming uh, events that we may have and any news or uh, you can also check out previous episodes uh, that we did uh, a while back and you also can uh, check out the uh, next lessons and uh, and uh, also we have the uh, verses on there so you guys can indulge on that pretty much but thank you guys for allowing us to uh, you know be on here we love you have a good one